Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Raptors fans! Don't echo me. Okay, we'll stop. Listen, I'll get annoyed so fast. I'll punch you in the freaking heart. I'm just jazzed. Okay, it's season six, the premiere. Woo! Um, yeah, this is our this is our season opening podcast. Yeah. We will do one recording before the Raptors start, but uh, the NBA season, nice before, yeah. um, the NBA season is going to start before we do the next pod. So yeah, welcome yeah. everyone back to uh, welcome. season six of Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast. Episode 81. Woo! We big, got a good show today. Big um, news. Uh, we are now on Spotify, everybody. Whoa. Huge check us yeah, out. news. On Spotify. Um, yeah. You know, go to iTunes, subscribe, all the things that all the other podcast people say. Yeah. Stitcher. Um, and now Spotify. Yeah, man. Uh, you doing good, Matt? I'm doing well, yeah. I was supposed to go to Vancouver, but the combinations that I uh, was to stay in burnt down. Ooh. Yeah. So That's actually, a- it's the guy who did the theme song for this podcast. His apartment building caught on fire. So, Adam, we're thinking of you. Adam, we're thinking of you. It's, uh, it's pretty rough. Sorry <laughs> He's to hear okay, that. though. He's okay. Um, well, uh, yeah, that, you know, sorry. Just was that, that a bit of a bummer for you? No, no, just do a nice I clean. I rescheduled them going in November. <laughs> I'll do it's a fine. nice clean transition here, okay? <laughs> um, first time on the pod. Uh, he's an awesome guy. He's hilarious. Uh, I met him via basketball, but uh, I know him via Facebook. Uh, give it up. For Josh Elijah. Hey. I like that. Yeah. There this it is, is. This is him recording his own podcast, like super fast, you know? Well, this is definitely like a highlight reel of all of all my layups and everything I've ever done oh, in yeah. basketball. By the way, that was some, you know, I, we didn't get a chance to uh, face off against each other in the three-on-three tournament, but I was looking over to your court, and you uh, you had some moves. You had some moves. The DG special? Yeah. yeah, I thought we had some moves, but we were too similarly sized, and... Uh, yeah, well, you're all brothers. So. We're all brothers. <laughs> um, although, I'll say this, we, uh, we had a pretty good game against the champs, and... Um, a player from the champs is on the pod, returning guest. He's a he's a fan fave. Give it up at home for AC Risky Adam Christie. <laughs> That's something you can move to. Oh yeah. yeah. I won a basketball tournament. <laughs> Here's the best part about that. Yeah. Adam told me after that he watched some YouTube film about how to do a step back. And what was the other move? Uh. Uh, 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 that's it. Oh, okay. Just a step back. <laughs> well, he did it a lot, and it really worked. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, I was playing, because I hadn't played basketball in a while, so uh, a week before the tournament, I, I played a lot. I played, uh, I think, five times in, in 10 days. Woo. And one of the times I went, I went to this uh, court where I didn't know anybody. Allison Hogg, um, uh, maybe friend of the pod. Has Allison done the podcast? She hasn't done the pod no. yet. Well, she took me to a, a, a run, and I played, and this one guy came up to me after, and he was like, hey, man, you're pretty good, but your footwork's shit. <laughs> I was like, pardon me, <laughs> sir. Excuse me, John Tory. And uh, that sounds like some Christy Pitts mentality. Earnestly yeah. told me my footwork was really bad. <laughs> also, a lot of people took video footage of this three-on-three basketball thing, and as you said, I, we won. Yeah, and uh, I felt pretty easily. Good. I, I felt pretty good about it. And then uh, some people were like, I, I got some video footage, and they sent it to me, and I felt so good on the court. But watching me play basketball on video, like seeing what I look like, <laughs> is scared. Like, it looked like a baby deer was born and then started dribbling. <laughs> I'm all elbows out there. You you remind me of um, like watching you play, uh, and don't take this in any wrong way, but you remind me of like a like a John Henson, um, like just sort of style of play. That's a pretty good compliment. Thank yeah. you. He yeah. plays in the NBA sometimes. Uh, he does. He must. I'd say Dirk, but uh, you know. <laughs> Thank you, no, um, uh, John Henson. My my, yeah, you're like Ooh, John Henson. My highlight was. Uh, there was like a bump tournament after, and the last three was me, Alan Shane Lewis. Oh, I saw that. Uh, and and my brother Thomas, and I got Thomas out, and uh, Alan kind of like you know chest bumped my ball, and it rolled all the way across the gym, and he won, <laughs> and then everyone kind of like demanded we go again, and that's when my like my buzz 
kind of like crested because and I, as soon as I knew I had to battle Alan again, I was so tired. I could tell he wasn't. And I just knew it was going to go really bad. And, uh, and he won. <laughs> and I pretended like I didn't care. And I mostly didn't. But, but he's then, not coming back on this podcast. No, he's done. banned. Okay. <laughs> no, because Barry came over and handed him like a huge wad of cash. Yeah. So I was like, shit. I was that? about to sign up for that. And then I saw his name and I'm like, this is a complete waste of time and money. So yeah. And you know what's funny is that Alan sat a lot. He sat for the majority of yeah, our Yeah, he rested game. for bump. He rested for bump. <laughs> Good wow, I wouldn't have thought that. He left us out to dry in the championship game because he was resting and trying to win 30 bucks. And when, when he did get the money, he immediately looked at me and said, I needed this. So I was like, honestly, so did I. But I, just, I didn't really realize the stakes. Hey, you know what else is funny is that the 50-50 draw winner uh, donated the money back to charity. But Alan, Alan's a rat bastard. Yeah. Wow. He was yeah. supposed to be here today, too. Woo! Woo! Um, Man from the show. Okay, we, we got a lot of fun stuff to get to. But before we do... Um, a favorite segment of mine, <laughs> Matt. Why don't you tell everyone uh, something they something they don't know about Pops Mensa Bonsu? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Mensa Bonsu. And if you know anything, cheers. <laughs> I know a couple things. Okay, hit me up. Okay, here's one. Uh, he's currently the GM of the Wizards G League affiliate, the Capital Go Go's. Did you know that? Didn't know that. Okay, I didn't know, know a couple. I didn't know they were called the Capital Go Go's. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Capital Go Go's. Um, Love that. Did you know he ended his career on a two-year doping ban? <laughs> no. Okay. From okay. doping ban to GM yeah. is a nice yeah. one. Yeah, take that, that Elton Brand. <laughs> and so his full name is Nana Papa Yao Dween Mensa Bonsu. Knew that. Do, do you know what it means? Yep. Okay, Adam. It means. Um, <laughs> Symbiote. <laughs> I yes, learned that at Venom. Ven- seeing Venom yesterday. <laughs> oh, cheers. Yeah. His name actually means King Father Thursday Born Third Son Whale. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So. wow. a lot going on there. Yeah. Can you say that again, but slower? King Father Thursday Born Third Son Whale. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Thursday. Cheers. Um, I mean, I didn't know any of that, so I'm pretty impressed. But okay, it, it was hard, man. I dug. He's got like 12 pages on Google. I had to go through. Do you, do you have any more? Is there any more? Uh... That's it for Bonsu. Okay, well, why don't you give me that old-fashioned Raptors sting? Paging Bobby Webster. I disapprove of that new sting. Knew you would. Bang Arena. What? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Sounds like Fraser Young saying Scotiabank Arena. Listen, Fraser, <laughs> I'm Arena. <laughs> First of all, Fraser Young, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Second of all, if you're listening to this podcast, um, let me know if you want me to fire Matt. Because paging was that paging Bobby Webster? Yeah. Because we don't give him enough love on well, this. It's all about Masai. He's the GM, and I would like to page him. Bobby Webster. Okay, can we maybe change the voice so it's not David Cross from Alvin and the fucking Chipmunks? Shit, man. Uh, oh. Should we put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode to say hit the uh, go ahead 30 buttons seven <laughs> yeah. times to get yeah. to the podcast? Uh, I think we should. Um, yeah, that's fine. Let's start. Let's start talking. Uh, let's start talking Raptors ball. Um, mm. Sure. So the last preseason game that happened was it was against Melbourne. Um, you know, not too much, too many takeaways because I think uh, Miles, Fred, Kawhi, Lowry, and maybe even one other person rested. So it was kind of a weird game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've played Utah so far. We've played Melbourne. We've played um, the Blazers. Uh, the Blazers uh, and uh, you know, Kawhi and Lowry have only really played a combined game because mm-hmm. they played the first half. And it was heavy minutes, mm-hmm. but they played the first half of both those games. So, uh, Josh, maybe I'll start with you. Just uh, yeah. just wide open. Any takeaways from what you've seen on the court? And if you haven't watched the games, no, no, no. that's I've, fine. I haven't you know, the sat there and watched the full thing, but like I've seen a lot of the highlights. And uh, it does seem like uh, the one concern is that whether or not Lowry and Kawhi are going to be able to work together as a unit. Yeah. But, uh, especially with Lowry losing his best friend and that sort of thing. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, Lowry understands is like this is his job. He wants to show up and perform, and he wants he wants to win. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants to do, and he's not letting that affect the chemistry between. It looks like they're working together well, like especially yeah. off the give and go, and like the fast break and whatnot. That give and go was nice. Right? Yeah, it was very nice. That's very what, like nice. I think like like for me as a fan, I was looking for something like that or 
or, or or one of like the pick sixes. Yeah, like exactly. Wh- when I'm at when I go to my first Raptors game and Kawhi steals the ball for like a, a, an and one or a dunk, I'm gonna lose my yeah. I'm gonna lose my mind. No, it was. It, it seems like they're gonna be able to figure it out and have that sort of chemistry. But uh, just from the last game, from what I saw, is that uh, some of our players like Norman Powell. He has been working on his jumper. A lot oh of these guys God. have been working on this jumper. His jumper looks way nicer. He's releasing it uh, higher up as opposed to starting it down low. He was he went off for like seven for ten and three three out of three for five from behind the arc which for is, sure. And is like great. obviously you have to factor in you know like Australian competition. Yeah, but uh, Norm was beasting. Yeah, like he's the, been looking good. Yeah, like, and, and you know I think there was a lot of uh, like random kind of like uh, backbenchers that ended up playing in that game. Um, like Richardson and yeah, exactly. Like and, Lorenzo. And, yeah, exactly. Like, um, but you know, he stood out. Delon stood out. Serge looked pretty good. I thought, mm-hmm. um, JV had a little bit of a, uh, like a meh game, but again, like you, you know, you can't take too much stock into playing against Melbourne, but, uh, yeah, Adam, have you seen any highlights? Have you seen any games? That end to end Jonas, uh, yeah, oh my god, yeah, that was, that was amazing. That's the best part of the whole damn preseason. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. That, that was great. I leapt out of my seat. Yeah, I was yeah. so excited. <laughs> uh, it was in I, slow motion, but it was great. <laughs> I thought that we, I thought everything has been fine. You know what? You know what uh, is is a troubling takeaway from this preseason? Okay, no, give it to me. We we need some anxiety, yeah. man. I I've been peacocking all around the block, being like, oh, we're the best perimeter defensive team in the league. Yeah. Guy like uh, uh, Gordon Hayward is going to be shut down by the Raptors. Not a problem. And okay. then Joe Ingles rains fire on us <laughs> five three-pointers in 21 minutes although destroyed us there's no Kawhi in the second half so but Ingles played in the first half right no he played in the first half and too. also Danny Green played in the second half Pascal yeah. played in the second half yeah OG played in the second half yeah Utah I've been, I've been, I've been so. too low on Utah in general I feel um Utah's amazing they, they are were great. good I mean like I, I was at the Utah game last year and seeing Gobert in person was was pretty nuts the stifle tower oh he's yeah. special man it's yeah. like you know you can't replace length and and when you have someone that long that athletic it just causes like a litany of problems yeah um as long as you can stay healthy they're they're gonna probably do about the same this year probably fourth fifth maybe also a low-key excitement uh, uh that I had in this offseason was losing DeMar DeRozan and losing his style of play, even though he he distributes the ball right. so much better. I was kind of excited to get, get rid of that. And, you know, right, we're not going to see a lot of long twos. And then just watching Kawhi, you're like, it's basically about the same. Type of well, what's so funny about Kawhi is he lives, his offense lives basically in the same territory as DeRozan. He's yeah. just way more efficient. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it looks He's so longer. much more boring. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's well, that's just so much more efficient and boring. Kawhi's the perfect player. I, I was talking with uh, my brother Thomas uh, earlier in the day, and we were just talking about how um, you know people always uh, say he's the most com- you know complete player, and I, I would honestly say that I think LeBron and Durant are both more complete as players. But uh, yeah. after that, I really do think it is Kawhi. Like there yeah. isn't a flaw in his game. No. There isn't one. No. Um, Best two way, obviously. Like there's, and yeah. we have them. We have them. Yeah, it's it's bonkers to see Kawhi. Like a big takeaway for me. Like even watching that Melbourne game. You know, he came out uh, during the second half. Was there high fiving everyone, yelling stuff. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll get to more of the Kawhi stuff in a bit. But um, the one thing I do really like though is um, now like similar styles between Demar and Kawhi. But Demar was just way more emotional and he let the emotions get the best of him sometimes late in games. And I don't think Kawhi is that kind of player. I think, yeah. he, I think he's gonna be able to hold together a little bit better than DeMar has because DeMar would lose his shit at the end of some games and then we would end up losing it. So, well, yeah, I feel like DeMar would get, you know, every once in a while he'd get paralyzed by decision-making. Yeah. He's not like an emotional, um, like screaming and, 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 you know, causing like texts and that sort of thing. You know, he, he did do that in, yeah. the, in the Cleveland series, but, um, Kawhi is one of those guys that he, he seems like you can't rattle, and mm. and Demar you could rattle. Yeah, you, you, you there, there was ways to stop him. I think. <laughs> yeah, um, he's been rattled the last three years in the in the in the playoffs against LeBron. He's gotten under his skin and he's underperformed against LeBron. And now we don't have that. Now we have someone. It's pretty who's, awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's so um, exciting. How about this takeaway? And you know, I've I, I, I was hearing this uh, a little bit on the Raptors Republic podcast, and where else was I? I was hearing it maybe somewhere else as well, but um, 
I think this is not not a real storyline, but it's something that's kind of fascinating to me. So um, with Dwayne Casey, uh, you know, one of the main critiques that I would definitely agree with is that he didn't have enough of enough variety of place. Mm-hmm. So apparently he had 110 plays mm-hmm. and nurse has brought the team down to 10 plays. So that's kind of opposite of what fans want and expect. Huh. But I think some context is there and I'm a big Dan Tony, trust the players decision-making type coach. Like I like that. So yeah. How, how do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like it's, um, is, is, is that a storyline or is that like an, a non thing? Because you know, he'll, it's a new team, so he'll grow. Adam, we'll start with you. Every play should be new. We got to be keeping these teams on their toes. Yeah. So you're, you're Brad Stevens guy. I want 100 new plays every game. You're, you're, you're a micromanaged Brad Stevens boy? Does Brad Stevens have a lot of plays? I don't really know anything about play, basketball oh, plays. Brad, Brad, Brad Stevens and Snyder, more than any coach in the league, basically, if there's two or three plays that go by... Pop Pop is also very much like this. But if there's two or three plays that go by that they don't like, they'll just call a timeout. Hmm. Whereas Dan Tony is more like instill uh, attitude. Let for the Paul. players find their rhythm. And exactly, yeah. Let them get back. Well, which is why, you know, you have those teams. Same with uh, Steve Kerr. So that's why you have those offenses are very free-flowing. And they got a lot of easy buckets as opposed to like these program buckets, which is great for at a timeout. It's bad for flow game. Right. Well, yeah, that's another. That's a takeaway then from the Utah game. Well, well, like Nurse going into the second half, just let Utah run up the score, and where it's just like I was waiting for him to call a timeout, but he's just pulling a Casey. Where it's just like, hey, call the timeout, man. I that's, thought so too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this year for Nurse is going to be interesting. Like we're, we're going to see a lot of learning. We're and like what a situation this guy's been put in, right? Yeah. Like uh, the, the there was some uh, panel that did like an average kind of like 2K ranking of uh, depth. And um, the Raptors have the most talented roster in the NBA. Yeah, Mind you, that's obviously very contextual because, yeah. you know, starters play more minutes, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But our baseline is not as low. Or sorry, we have the highest baseline in the NBA. So it's a pretty fortunate situation for Nurse. And even though he's a new coach, I expect quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I don't think... I'm not worried about Nurse at all. I think he's been with the team for five years. He's been a head coach. I read somewhere that he he was a head coach of a college team when he was 23. So he's been around the block. Jeez. And, you know, I he worked with Dwayne Casey. For he's sure. right there standing next to him. I think he, you know, you yeah. know how to he, do Wasn't he responsible for the, uh, for offense. the offense that we had for last sure. year? Yeah. And, and the offense that's held what, up. Didn't the they butt heads? Oh, they, they, they butt heads Casey for sure, yeah. Nurse. Um, but yeah, his offense held up in the playoffs. Yeah. And I actually think one of their biggest points of contention was JV. So uh, that's what we're going to start been, seeing some more minutes from JV now? I think so. And I think, like, I don't know. Like, so he played 22 minutes last year. He had his best season. Um, and the most he's ever played is 27, 28 minutes. I think, based on his size, he can't really play more than 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I think his role, like, specifically on offense can be more varied, like more handoffs, more passing. Um, yeah, I feel like a big improvement with JV last year was that he did a lot more. Hello. Uh, he did a lot more face up, uh, basketball and that just allows him to see what's going on more Mm -hmm. and be kind of more observant. But, uh, yeah, uh, a big takeaway for me. And I mentioned this, I think two pods ago, but I love seeing, uh, Siakam run the break. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's racking up assists. Yeah, he, uh, you know, sometimes his dribbles are clumsy, but he doesn't get the ball stolen from him, and he can find those guys on the wing. Yeah, like him hitting Danny Green in the wing. Yeah, is nice. That's that's great, Dude. and and he's popping the threes in the corner a little bit more now. Or yeah, from what we see in the preseason. Totally, and I like it. If you can start hitting those, man, that's that just adds so much more. Spreads out the floor so much more. It's crazy. Do you um, think Siakam's going to play the the five a lot this season? I don't think so. Yeah, I think like he's going to be solid four. I, I don't know if he has the strength and the rim protection. They'll throw Monroe at the five more than anything else. I don't want that. I yeah. Don't, I don't want Monroe. I'm kind of hoping four. Monroe doesn't really play. Like, yeah. I, I want him to be an insurance guy. Why not? Uh, well, I feel like Monroe is the 12th man. And one of my biggest criticisms of Casey, and I'm actually like a Casey fan, um, but one of my biggest criticisms of Casey is that I think he got way too obsessed with the bench mob. The bench mob is not how you win like the NBA championship. Yeah. You have the best lineup on the court at all, all times. times. Yeah. Um, and you basically like, you know, you got to be confident in your bench. You got to have depth, all that sort of thing. But 
when you get so reliant on these hockey shift style things, yeah. that just doesn't translate in the playoffs when you have a guy like uh, John Wall was injured last year and he still played 40 minutes yeah. and he was still the best player in that Washington, uh, that Washington Raptors series. Yeah. Um, you know, he didn't have enough help, but in the playoffs, you want at least four plays players playing 30, 36 minutes. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I think the idea is that you want, you want to have an equation in the playoffs that can't be beat. Yeah. Like that's the whole thing, you yeah. know? Um, that was part of the problem with Van Vliet going down the playoffs last year is that just totally. threw, just threw everything off and you had For to sure. give it over to DeLon Wright and he didn't quite handle the floor the way Van Vliet would. And that's, that's, that's the problem. That's a me. great point. And, and, and Van Vliet's going to be a fun watch this year too because I think what happened last year is he became our third most important player. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's nominated for six man. And there was a DeLon Van Vliet debate for a while, but I think he kind of... Yeah. He, he kind of won that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's, he's he, he finished the year shooting uh, 415 from three. Yeah. And on like three attempts a game. Like that's pretty marksman level elite three point shooting. Yeah. Which is just uh, absolutely necessary in the NBA. He might still be our third best player or our third most important player this year because it's kind of like him, Abaka. You know, I don't really think Danny Green, you know, JV is a candidate for that as well. But Van Vliet is going to be playing a lot of minutes, and I think he, uh, his cool head is important. But, like, that kind of goes into the, the reliance on the bench last year. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're 10th man, even though I'm saying he was our third most important player, yeah. but if you're, you know, a guy that's so far down on your depth chart becomes that important in the playoffs, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah. Now, moving forward with the Raptors, once Lowry ends up leaving, um, Handing off the reins to either Van Vliet or DeLon Wright. Who are you going to pick? That's a good question, too. And, like, um, I think in a future pod, I'm going to do, like, a, a contract watch for this season. And, and we'll go over DeLon and, mm-hmm. and Kawhi and Danny Green. And um, is there any other free agents on the team? Or I don't think so. I think those are the three. I think so. But, um, What's JV? Oh, oh, obviously Greg Monroe. Yeah. JV has, uh, I think JV's three more years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three more years or two more years, but um, yeah, the, 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 that that's fascinating to me. Like, what we do with Delon, and and his role is going to be really important. Yeah, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, let's let's move on to Kawhi, please. Because we got to talk. <laughs> we're going to be talking Kawhi all season. Um, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> you are a fun guy, and I've, <laughs> I've, <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I, I, you, I mean, I'll say this every time you play that, Matt. I love that laugh, and I feel like it's so genuine. Guy. And I'm a fun guy. <laughs> the fun guy to me is more like a yikes scenario yeah. because oh, yeah. cause you don't say you're a fun guy in a monotone voice. Yeah, yeah a fun guy doesn't say I'm a fun guy. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. just get that you're a fun That's guy. Exactly. A fun guy is not screaming I'm a fun guy. No. <laughs> um, I'm really cool. I'm a cool guy. Yeah. Like if I tell every single <laughs> Please person. Please tell me I'm cool. If I tell every single person I meet that I'm honest, they're going to be like, this guy's a liar. <laughs> hey, I'm Freddie. I'm super honest. How you doing? You know what I mean? They're going to be honest like, Honest oh. Freddie. That's what we call him. That would actually be a cool name for Honest Freddie? Yeah. Honest Freddie. We had Honest Eds. You honest I mean? Freds. I'll take over that mantle. No, but uh, okay. So, so I, I want to get uh, the conversation I want to start right now, because yes. I think it's kind of important, is uh, Kawhi MVP. So... <laughs> Um, has that has for the first time <laughs> the conversation I want to start? And I think this is important. This is the first time I think in the past two weeks that it hasn't been about the Supreme Court. That <laughs> it's instead been about Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors. What do you mean with me? Oh, just in a- any situation. Oh, yeah, totally. That um, might be the biggest softball. This is the conversation I want to start. I know. Andrew. People are like, oh yeah, you do. You want to talk about it? I'm like, yeah, Kawhi MVP. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. Last I saw, he was, I think it was the seventh highest probability for MVP. Mm-hmm. And seventh highest. So, seven, se- yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a weird way to say that. But, like, <laughs> but they're, they're, yeah, there's six players that are more likely via Vegas odds. Who are uh, these players? To win an MVP. Yeah. Well, okay. So, th- that's perfect. I want to go over that because I think something that is interesting with Kawhi is how much or how little he's going to come out of his shell. 
So just seeing him high five guys on the bench, you have Danny Green saying that it feels like home for him. This so the, I, the I don't know what he's ever seen him. I know. I, uh, and the most vocal, I don't know how, I don't know what Danny Green's angle is, but I feel like in three years he's going to retire and immediately become Kawhi's agent. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, very, it's also very weird to hear this from Danny Green. And he keeps saying it. It's like, no one's exactly prompting him for this. Oh, well, he's I the love, spokesman for Kawhi right now. Basically. He really is. Yeah. He really is. And I think like, like, he seemed a bit pissed about it during, you know, the opening uh, press conference. But I think maybe he, someone got in his ear and they're like, dude, you could be this guy's agent and it could be pretty good for you. <laughs> I might be a little miffed if I'm Kawhi, though. Imagine, imagine if we, me and you, me and Freddie go to a team and I'm a star and you're kind of like in the twilight of your career. He's John and Henson I, and you're... And I can't say... <laughs> I, I can't I'm say... Manu, okay? <laughs> I'm Manu Ginobili. Um, I was going to say the player that remind like your style of play from watching you reminded me of uh, Trevor Ariza a little bit. Wow. Yeah, I was Jeez I was thinking Trevor Ariza. I always thought I was like an Andre Kirilenko because I, <laughs> Ooh. for me, the baseline is... <laughs> I'd take Andre. Okay, for, me, 47. The, for me, the baseline is the guy can't shoot because that's me. I feel like I'm like, a, I got it all, but I really can't shoot. I saw you hit some... I got it all. <laughs> you, I do, okay? Listen. I got it all, Trevor Ariza. Yeah. I'm a, oh, you know, Trevor Ariza does have it all. Yeah. Um, that's, Lon- he, that's Lonzo, though. You might be Lonzo. Yeah, I can't dribble that well. Okay. If I'm being real. So you don't have it all? No. <laughs> what I'm saying is... <laughs> so Kawhi Leonard can't come out and say, I love Toronto. I feel like I'm at home. He can't say... And he also can't say, I hate it here. Mm-hmm. He can't be like, well, I hope we do well. I hope I can give the Toronto something because I'm leaving next year. <laughs> yeah. He can't say any of this. He can't so, even be like, it's man. No, he can't yeah. say that. <laughs> no way. Uh, so it's kind of weird for Danny Green to be like, "Hey, Toronto sports fans, this guy, lo- this guy that you really hope loves it here, loves it here." I'd be a little bit like, "Yo, man, shut up! What are you doing?" But what if Kawhi wants this? And what if, just what if, next time Danny Green speaks, like just to confuse everyone, he starts talking about Herbie Coon? <laughs> you know what I mean? What if he's just like, "I got some opinions on Herbie Coon," and they're like, "Oh, okay, okay." Danny Green's really covering a lot of bases here. <laughs> Or he's just like, I don't fuck with Matt Devlin. Like, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think we could be in for an interesting year because Miles and Danny Green clearly love talking to the press. Oh, yeah. Also, Pascal. Pascal, yeah, Pascal for is sure. very good with the press. Um, no, but let, let, let's get back into the, uh, the Kawhi MVP stuff. So mm-hmm. if you just give me a sec here, uh, I'm going to go through my MVP logic, and then you guys can just... You know, poke holes in it. Hold on. First, can we okay. guess who the, the six before? Uh, sure. Do you know them? I do know them. Um, well, let's... Let's go one for one. Okay. Adam, who, who's more likely to win an MVP than uh, Kawhi per Vegas? Uh, LeBron James. Correct. Josh? I would say... Do I say the same thing or a different... Uh, uh, you say a new guy. Tenten yeah. Kupo? Yes. Giannis? Anthony Davis? Kevin Durant? Kyrie Irving. Oh, Josh. What, what are we at? We're at four. We're at four here. Oh, I know. Hmm. We're gonna need an answer, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's say uh, let's go with Joel Embiid. James Harden, Freddie. Correct. Ah, I was one thinking more. one more. Josh, you got this. Steph Curry. Yep. Okay. So and. Some models actually have Westbrook as well. But um, so here's my logic. NBA MVP is all about narrative, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe these are just like the dismissals are not fair. So please jump on me after after I make the list. If you're like, dude, no. Um, But Harden, voter fatigue. Uh, (laughs) Curry and Durant, shared success. Um, Anthony Davis. Uh, his team's not going to be ranked high enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee Bucks, his team's not going to be ranked high enough. Well, I know that's the one where I'm like, he could they could be third. they could be, and you know what, Anthony Davis, um, he his team could actually do really well now that Boogie's out of the equation. You saw how the, how well they did in the playoffs last year without Boogie. Yeah, so that's, that's I mean, the, if the Pelicans finish third. He's got to be in the conversation. <laughs> I think so too, but uh, it all depends on where they where they finish. I mean, Even fourth and I how might, they do in the playoffs. As I well. might be straight up wrong, but I think that New Orleans Pelicans this year are not a playoff team. Oh, here's why. Oh, most people can't name five Ooh. players of the Pelicans. Most people can't name their starting lineup. 
Oh, like, you know, you got Mirtich, mm. Randall, Davis. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. And then you're getting into Yo, the uh, Solomon is Hills and Etuan Moores of the world. And they look good beating the crap out of the Blazers. But, I mean, in the West, you're talking like stacked teams. So, yep. and then, but, but, but I do think that Davis and Giannis might have just like behemoth seasons. Um, and then LeBron is a bit of a record dismissal because I think if he's not third or higher based on his own achievements, they like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like based on what LeBron's already done, yeah. I think people expect so much of him that if the Lakers are six in the West, he's not going to get a lot of NBA uh, or MVP consideration. And then who, who have I forgotten here? No, I think, I think I got him covered. Yeah. You said hardened voter, voter fatigue. Yeah. And then, you know, because like, so, so here's my thing with Kawhi. So Raptors, if they finish first in the East regular season, AKA probably, you know, probably like, you know, the third or second best record in the NBA, mm-hmm. I think Kawhi will be definitively better than Lowry. It's not going to be like a one, one, a, it's a one and a two for sure. Right. Absolutely. So anyways, that's, uh, that's my, that's my diatribe about Kawhi MVP. Is it Kawhi am I being not, too unrealistic? Kawhi will not, uh, get MVP unless the Raptors at least make it to the Eastern conference finals. But no, the, it's uh, but it's regular. It's going to be decided before the playoffs ever start. Yeah. Oh right, that's right. Okay, but um, could, although make- that's you know, like if there's a there was a uh, if there was a change, I'd love that. Yeah, I'd love if the MVP had the playoffs factored into it. I really do. Could you say the same thing about Kyrie Irving though? In your in your model in your argument? Uh, well, I mean, I think Horford's a better player. So, I, and I think that Horford's a better player than Kyrie. I do. Yeah, like I, I would say, I would have, I would have. Uh, like this is not by much, but I would put a Horford as like the fifteenth best player in the NBA, and the Kawhi or uh, Kyrie is like eighteenth, nineteenth. Especially when you consider in when you consider the fact like health, yeah. you can't play defense. That's the yeah. only way I would put him under Horford is because of health. Well, what, what about D? He uh, like you know Kyrie. I mean, like he was like uh, for the first half of the year before he got injured, he was a part of a pretty damn good defense. Mm-hmm. With Boston, but he also was their weak link, and and what sucks about that is we never got to see how coaches would target that in the in the, in the playoffs. And Rozier is just such a better defender than Kyrie. Mm-hmm. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster, and he's so you know he's an amazing defender, uh, Terry Rozier. So seeing him in the playoffs, you know, we got to see this this insane Boston defense um, that I don't think we really saw in the regular season. I think you're right, though. I think it's wide open. If if Kawhi's, I do win- think Kyrie's better than Hayward, though. Sorry. Yeah. If Kawhi is going to win MVP in uh, any season, I think this is this for the it. for the reasons why you say if the Raptors are the number one team and Kawhi is you know pushing mm-hmm. big stat lines and you know he's averaging twenty five points a game and he's getting six or seven rebounds or something, I think Kawhi could have a he, he could have a chance. He's a good, right? pretty good. Ve- he's a pretty good bet to put a hundred bucks right? on, on Kawhi Leonard. That's yeah. where I'm coming pretty from. Pretty good. And like to, to the Horford to Kyrie that he's thing. seventh in Vegas, that's uh, that'd be a pretty good payout. Although I think Harden... It'd be think, a huge payout. I yeah. think voter fatigue is... I, I don't know if I buy it. It's that. not real, eh? I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> no, the, the, I like no, it. No, that, that, that's why I wanted you guys to smash this on me. Because, uh, yeah, if I'm not including Kyrie as well, you know, if Bo- what if Boston wins 65 games? He's going to get some consideration. Absolutely. And uh, I, I guess for me, I think that uh, maybe I'm too wrapped up in, you know, when everyone was saying that Boston was an underdog... I was watching Horford just decimate every single team he played against. Yeah. Like Horford dominated Embiid. Yeah. Dominated. Yeah. And like to the point where Embiid couldn't be on the floor. I think a Horford's like the Draymond that like is quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he just doesn't talk that much, but yeah. he's like, he's that center power forward, switchy guy. I guess, you know what? M- m- maybe I'm a bit too high on Horford because he is like a nine points a game guy sometimes. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just see him as the quiet. The quiet Draymond. I don't know if that everyone forgets he's a repeat all star over and over again. Yeah, Al he Horford. just is an all star every great year. Great pickup that Boston had. And oh, huge pickup. I remember people shit talk Boston for signing him to that contract. Yeah, people were like they're dumb, and it was probably gonna... Washington fans who also wanted him. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. If you're imagine if you're John Wall and Otto Porter and and you're Beal, and you 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 almost had Horford and he chose Boston over you, and now you're like, but now jokes Dwight? on everybody because you have <laughs> Dwight. <laughs> you're stuck with Dwight. Isn't he injured? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh, and we're gonna, we're, we're gonna get to that. Um, right. But just yeah, last um, last Raptors thing here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I don't know if you see, did anyone see the Josh Bloomberg picture? Yes. So the the Pound the Rock, the Dwayne Casey Pound the Rock, uh -huh. was in a big wheelbarrow and it was cracked in half. They're bringing it out of the ACC. <laughs> really? Yeah. Pound the Rock era is over officially. Oh, wow. wow. Um, but did you notice that it's on it's on like a dolly and it blew out one of the tires? Did you notice that? It's a heavy rock, yeah. man. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> stuck. Like when Casey ordered that rock, he was like, What's what's uh, what's the hardness scale? I should know this. Um, you should. I should. I should look at jewelry for my girl uh, for is my like, fiance. Is it Canadian Shield Rock? What is it? It's got to yeah. be some Manitoba. Got to be some Canadian Shield. <laughs> I hope it is. They're the Toronto Raptors. Oh my God! Right? It better be. Um, no, for sure. It's like obsidian. It's like definitely volcano rock from like from a dangerous place in the world. Like it's durable rock. Oh, that's bad but uh, are you saying what gemstone should Nick Nurse bring in? Like, I wasn't saying like that. Like a quartz but... or yeah. a cat's eye? I think he's I more mean, amethyst. Ooh. Uh, wait, that's, ooh, that's a softer what, what, rock, though. What did you say, Josh? Amethyst. Amethyst. You hear that, Caitlin, who doesn't listen to my podcast? <laughs> Amethyst was wow, a good your choice. Your fiance doesn't listen to this podcast? No, no, not at all. Shit. <laughs> She's busy, okay? She hasn't bought the ring, right? <laughs> I got the ring. Oh, no, really? <laughs> it's Amethyst, baby. Oh, is it oh, really Amethyst? Yeah, that was the whole thing I just does she Does she know that she, you have a ring? Dude, she's wearing it, buddy. Oh, oh she said, "Oh yeah, yes. I saw the ring." I, I thought that she didn't listen to this podcast so much that you could talk about the, your the ring that you're. Freddie Reeves is still pounding the rock right uh, now. That's honestly, it. we're 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 still uh, we're we're still we're still very connected. Although she doesn't listen right. to my podcast, right. man. <laughs> if you want to have a fist fight after the pod, then you know, okay. Um, All right, but to answer your question, Nick Nurse, new motto. Uh, rub the moonstone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how much of a joke question this was, and I'm loving it. I, yeah, I was thinking, like, is this era going to be defined for something? In my mind, it was going to be like, this is the mercenary era, where it's, you know, it's not about loving Toronto. It's about winning. And yeah, and then leaving. Basically, <laughs> like, well, I mean, I think Masai made a declaration, like a relevancy dec declaration, where he was kind of like, listen, this is all about this is all about winning and I don't really care um, what and the fans think about a player. Like I'm just going to bring in the best possible players no matter what. Great. And, uh, and it seems like we're doing everything to keep Kawhi, make him happy. And if everything that we do doesn't make him happy, especially giving him that super max at the end of the right. year and he decides to still walk fine. Fuck him. I don't, I don't want a player like that then. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I think it was less of a risk than a lot of people. Um, like I guess the, 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 you know, the, the the Boston medias of, yeah. the, of the world um, give give the Raptors credit for because mm -hmm. sure it's a big risk um, with bringing in a player that might leave although why I mean I don't know if you're trying to win a championship and you put yourself in a ch in a championship position what's the problem yeah exactly. that, that's how I feel any like, player at any time might leave Anthony Davis might leave next right. year. Like, yeah, exactly. Look at Jimmy Butler. They Jimmy, were for sure. They were building this team forever. Now Jimmy Butler wants out, and you yeah. you can't oh, get anything. Oh, week before him. training camp. Yeah, he's like, "How about this? I'm kiboshing the whole year." And then for you're everybody. like, "Okay, I hope we they can literally get Josh them Richardson." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had Minnesota in the playoffs. Um, you know what's really? And now I don't. You know what I mean? Like, are we going to talk about surrounding him like with the West at all? Chicago we're, so Bulls. we're actually going to get there. So let's just <laughs> let's just finish this up. Jo yeah. yeah, Josh. Like, uh, joke answers welcome for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, is, um, is, uh, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, is, is, is the new era going to be defined by anything or we, we got to wait and see or what are you thinking? Oh, we're going to have to wait and see. It's, it's, there's really no telling. I mean, uh, with, with Nick Nurse, who, who knows, who knows, like yeah. maybe the Raptors don't get more than 59 wins. Maybe they're a 50 win team this year. Right. There's really no telling. There's no telling whether or not Kawhi might even get traded at the deadline. So we don't, we don't know. Uh, it's, it's just going to be, we'll have to wait and see. It's It's going to be a fun kind of, like, I'm so excited and so fucking nervous. <laughs> I'm actually pure excited because I think I'm just so excited for the on-court product. Yeah. And the only thing that gives me any type of pause is the fact that it's like a new big player and a new coach. Yeah. Um, and 
I felt like Masai was operating from a more desperate place than he had in the past. Although I still think he made, you know, a calculated risk that, that ultimately will be good. But um, there's more uncertainty. I well, because say. he didn't have to. He didn't have to make these moves. He could have just like see what happened this year with uh, with the squad that he has, with that coach, yeah. and, a, and a LeBronless East. He yep. could have just taken his chances, but he fully snapped. And got, totally. Got rid of the coach of the year and your franchise player. And it's uh, I'm I'm nervous for that, but I'm I'm I, so excited. And I think that's fair. Like if you've been a Raptor fan for a long time, these last five seasons have been magical. Yeah. And it sucks to get punked in the playoffs, but uh, I definitely remember a time when uh, when we were just you know, we had Colangelo and everything was knee jerk and everything was bad. You know. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I'm always I'm always going to be scarred by that. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I, until we become the Golden State Warriors and we can leave our wretched past in the past. It's going to be an existential threat. Mm-hmm. And on that foreboding note, Matt, why don't you tell everyone uh, something they don't know about Jarrett Jack? <laughs> Jarrett Jack. Um, okay, so he signed an offer sheet with the Raptors, and the Pacers let him go. Did you know that when he came to the Raptors? He signed a four-year offer sheet, I guess, with Colangelo because it was like 2010. Okay. And then they traded him a year later, <laughs> which is hilarious. But that's not what I'm trying to say here. I need more than that, Matt. Okay. Do you know that he is probably um, the most responsible for Kevin Durant being on the Warriors right now? He's the first person Durant called with about going to the Warriors. Really? Yeah. He's one of those, he's one of those Jamal Crawford guys in the NBA where everyone seems to just love him. Yeah. I think they grew up together, but also Jarrett was on the Warriors when they were just, you know, Steph and Clay were just starting to make that turn. Right. So he wanted to get that perspective from Jarrett at the time. And I think it was a huge reason he went to, he endorsed him to go there. So, wow. Yeah. Also, any excuse to Jared look into Jack. Jarrett Jack's eyes? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> kindest, beautiful eyes that I've ever seen on the Raptors. Josh, any opinions on Jarrett Jack's eyes? Oh, they're uh, they're great. <laughs> I do. They uh, they are magical. They uh, you can't lose yourself in them. Like two sure. beautiful opals. We're talking gemstones <laughs> tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the rock. Woo! Oh man, opals. I'm a sapphire guy. Apparently, cheers. Apparently, he's very tight with two chains too. He's always at his house. Jared Jack. Yeah. Wow. wow. Two chains and Jared Jack. Um. <laughs> all right, Matt. Uh, we got some NBA to talk uh, about. So why don't you give me that NBA sting? Thank you, James Nightsmith. Do that nice quiz before we start the segment. Adam, do you know what NBA stands for? National, National Basketball, Basketball Association. Association. Adam knows, and <laughs> I think it was very upset by the way you just looked Nobody at it. has been able to say it quick, though, so maybe you don't. Maybe you think it's naturalized. I, I didn't know what it stand for, stood for. See? Still don't. So you <laughs> learned something. <laughs> um, all right, Adam, we're going to start with you. Uh, yeah. Adam is doing uh, chin-ups, so I hope you guys can hear him well. Um, Googling more uh, gems. Gems. Okay, so there's a bunch of you know NBA news items. Some big, some small. Some matter to people. Some don't. So uh, I'll just give you uh, a list of them, and you can you can take whatever you like. I'll take the Phoenix Suns GM, please. Okay, you already know the list. (laughs) Oh yeah, McDonough. Yo, so what's your take on that? Go. Yo, man, what a disaster on both <laughs> ends. You got an ownership that fires your GM a week before the season? Woo! What are you, nuts? And then on the other hand, yeah, that man was trash. <laughs> yeah. He sucked. Marquise Chris, Alex Len, the oh. other guy who was like Barniani. Who was it? Dragon Bender? The Dragon Bender. Bender. By the way, he's still like 20 years old. You can't so, be like Dragon well, Bender's like Dragon Bruno. Bender. Every time you look into his age, you're like, huh? Yeah, like, but, I think they drafted him at 14. Yeah. No, no. He was, wasn't he like a, oh, he, at age 14. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding, but he's very, very young still. Yeah. I mean, he must... got DeAndre Ayton, didn't he? Yep. He looks good. Looks good. Yeah. Okay. Booker. So, Booker. But the thing is, is that you've had five years to rebuild. They also had 10. And this is what we've got. They had 10 point guards. And now I'm pretty sure I'm the point guard <laughs> of the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Honestly. And that's going to work. They had, who did, they had Bledsoe. They had uh, Dragic. They had Dragic, and they had Isaiah Thomas. They kept Bledsoe. 
the longest, which is insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he, the one that they kept was like, give me the, f- on Twitter was like, I want to go. Oh, yeah. Then he was like, no, I'm going to go to Milwaukee. Yeah, was like, I'm at the barbershop. I'm just texting how I want to leave the barbershop. <laughs> That's one of the sh- uh, shittiest cover-ups. Yeah. Um, uh, Phoenix Suns, straight-up disaster. I mean, they have pieces that could be okay. Like, they have Bender. Or no. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, they have Bender. They have Marquise Bender. They got Trevor Reza. Uh, yeah, it's just a very confusing franchise. And I, I kind of see where they were going in signing or getting Ariza and getting Ryan Anderson. Uh, because if you have the first overall pick, you want to bring them into a... a you kind of want to bring them into a culture that is a, trying a little bit and not a complete dumpster mm-hmm. fire. So for Aiden, that might have been nice. But also, when they, when they made all those moves and suddenly decided that they were competing, you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> What are you nuts? Yeah, there's there's nothing worse than a team that's trying to compete too quick and being all in too quick. Yeah. A slow culture builds good, mm-hmm. but um yeah, if you try and accelerate that, all of a sudden you become Charlotte or Atlanta and it's bad. Who's their ownership? They're bad, right? Robert Sarver. Oh, yeah. Sarver. Yeah. yeah, he's real bad, right? Yeah, he was one of I think like it was highlighted in in the bargaining agreement. He's one of the nuts. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's one of the G- <laughs> he's one of these wealthy owners where everyone's like, "Oh my goodness, mm. this guy's wild." He's got a hoverboard and shit. Are there any um, rules that the mascot can be the GM? Um, I don't think there's anything that says you can't. No. If the Phoenix Suns gorilla was the GM, I'd be done. <laughs> the Phoenix Sun gorilla is great. Um, and he takes the mask off, and it's Steve Nash. <gasps> oh my god, that would be cool. Steve Nash, I I would trust Steve Nash with my franchise. But yeah. does Steve Nash want anything to do with the Phoenix Suns? Probably not. No, no, and he, he's pretty high up in Golden State. He's happy with Golden State, as he should be. Um, yeah, Josh, the other thing, uh, other things I had is uh, um, Dwayne Murray for the... I'm uh, um, sorry, uh, Deontay Murray. Deontay Murray Dwayne for Murray the Spurs. He's a, a basketball fan who I love. <laughs> um, but um, Deontay Murray, um, yeah, torn his ACL. Uh, Dwight Howard uh, is going to miss part of the beginning of the season with an injured back. We already talked about Phoenix. Oh, no. And there's Dwayne more Howard. Jimmy rumors, including a botched trade. So yeah. Josh, I know I know you were thinking about Jimmy. Is there any yeah anything new or how are you feeling about that? Oh man, um, just keep him off the Raptors. I just don't want him to be on the Raptors whatsoever. Uh, I feel like we should just worry about Kawhi and worry about what we have and what we've built so far, and don't let somebody like Jimmy Butler come and fuck that up for us. I gen I couldn't agree more in any capacity, but I am. I am surprised that a lot of people do want Jimmy. Yeah, on the Raptors, because I, I, I don't I think, like talking to those people. <laughs> well, I think for a lot of people, the uh, the Raptors are already all in, which I disagree with, because I think we have we have so much young talent that we're not all in. Um, I think we're going to be good for a very long time. Yeah. So I think Kawhi was a was a calculated risk, and Jimmy would be an uncalculated risk. Yeah, um, I agree, yeah. Are we are Couldn't we all agree in agreement there? I agree. Um, Send him to Miami. Send him to Miami. And you know what's funny is that it, it, he he doesn't want to play with some of these some of these young kids like like Carl Anthony Towns right? and and Andrew Wiggins. But you look at Carl Anthony Towns, um, he is just concerned about stuffing the stat sheet. Mm-hmm. And you go to Miami. What do you think Hassan Whiteside is? Totally. He doesn't give a shit about yeah. winning. He just wants to stuff his sheets as well. So yeah, you have fun in Miami. I, I don't get why. He would want to leave something good that he has with Minnesota. It makes zero sense to me, especially when you're he's with be- Thibodeau. You literally have all of Chicago. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe because they have too many old Chicago players on as- their team now, and he just doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. As soon as they signed Deng, he was like, Thibodeau's losing it. I'm out of here. <laughs> but isn't Thibodeau losing it? Isn't Thibodeau oh, he terrible? sure is losing yeah. it. So maybe that's honestly oh, what it is. Also, Derrick Rose is taking 12 shots a game in the preseason. Yeah. No, they're a disaster. I, I wouldn't want to be on. I would be when they, running when, away from When they that finally get Noah back, they're going to get in a ring. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, no, Boozer will come back, too. Once Ben Simmons yeah. comes back, or Ben Wallace comes back. Fuck, yeah. I fuck Ben Wallace. Yeah. No, Kirk Heinrich will be there for sure. Um, <laughs> Goggles and all. Okay, I got I got a little game for us. Mm. Uh, fantasy season's coming up. Me and Matt are actually doing a fantasy draft after this podcast. Oh, nice. Um, That's right. And it's an auction. It's an auction draft with keepers. So this shit's serious. Oh, guys. should I bring my ping pong paddle? Please. Okay, yeah, I know where it is. People are gonna hate us, <laughs> and I love it. Me and Matt are a team, by the way. Um, are, are you on the same team? Yeah. We're on the same team. Oh, man, oh. We're gonna be really annoying. 
okay, so um, you know, if you don't have the answer, that's totally fine. But um, what I'm going to do is just to see if we can remember some of the category leaders of last year. Okay. Just to just to keep fantasy people fresh. This is very light. <sighs> I'm looking at my my uh, uh, our Naismith league that we're in. Yep. Adam, we're in year 11, I believe, which is kind of crazy. Wow. Um, so uh, maybe Adam, I'll start with you. <clears throat> and uh, Matt, you're in this too, so I'm going to okay. ask you questions. Oh, should I not be looking at these stats? Don't you dare look at the okay. stats. I can't remember any of them anyways. <laughs> I actually told you to bring up the stats <laughs> yeah. before the podcast, so I'm so sorry it's for okay. being like a manipulative bully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Adam. Wait, is that? No, that was me. Oh, no. oh that just echoed, I and I thought it was the beginning. Here, there you go. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was the start yeah. of that. It sounded kind of cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who... Was the scoring champion of last year who led the league in points? James Harden. Correct. And uh, Anthony Davis was, uh, or uh, James Harden was at 30.4. We got Anthony Davis at 28.1. And third was LeBron James at uh, 27.5. Um, Josh. Yo. Who led the league in three pointers last year? Percentage. Uh, sorry, makes. Makes per game. Thanks, Matt. I'm just going to have to go with Steph Curry. Correct. Yeah. Steph Curry hit 4.23s a game. And, uh, and then you got Harden at 3.7. And Gordon at 3.2. And for since we're a Raptors podcast, Lowry was 4 at uh, 3.1. All right, Matt. Who led the league in rebounds last year? Rebounds. Okay. Did uh, I stutter? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. It's funny because I do stuff. Oh, dear. Um, what's sticking in my mind right now is how many Westbrook stole from his teammates, so I'm going to say Westbrook? Um, incorrect. Oh. Are we, allowed, are we allowed to steal? Because I'm pretty steal. sure I know it. All right. Hit me up. I believe it was Andre Drummond. Correct. Wow. And a fun little stat that I heard uh, while watching the Pistons um, preseason game, because I literally have no life. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Andre Drummond had the highest rebound total since Dennis Rodman. 16 rebounds a game. Ooh! Wow. Wow. Um, DeAndre Jordan, 15.2. And wow. DeMarcus that was, Cousins. That would have been was, my second guess, yeah. With DeAndre Jordan? Yeah. They both had ridiculous rebounding seasons. And then, yeah, you got uh, Cousins at 12.9. Okay, you got to turn that off right now. <laughs> Every time I mention DeMarcus Cousins... <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' Matt plays DeMarcus Cousins being recorded in a hallway, and it's so confusing. Closing the deal to go to the Warriors. It just sounds so confusing. No, you gotta stop that. I don't know what that is. Yeah, nobody knows what it is. All right, Adam. Who led the league in assists? I'm gonna steal Matt Duncan's last answer and say oh, Russell Westbrook. Correct. Damn yeah. it. Russell Westbrook, 10.3. Then we got John Wall, 9.6, and LeBron, 9.1. LeBron. That's right. Woo. Okay, uh, it's gonna get a little bit more obscure from here on out. Mm -hmm. But uh, Josh, who had the league in steals? <clears throat> it can't be Russell Westbrook again, can it? It's not. Okay. Anyone else wants to jump in there? Chris Paul. Chris Paul, no. Is it Jimmy Butler? Nope. Uh, he's close, though. Okay. We got Victor Oladipo. Oh, too. I wanted to try. Oh. I wasn't going was to <laughs> You whiny baby. Um, uh, 2.4 steals for Victor. We got Paul George with uh, two. Oh, we got a bunch of people with two, actually. It's so I'll just name them. Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, who... Played nine games. Chris Dunn and Eric Bledsoe. Chris Whoa. Dunn all the way up there, too. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Dunny Boy. That, he's supposed to be a fantasy darling this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, take note. Take note. Okay, Matt, uh, I think it's coming your way. Who led the league in blocks? <laughs> in blocks? Oh, I want to say Biombo, but it's not. I know. <laughs> um, in blocks. Um, boy, I'm going to say James Harden. James Harden in blocks? <laughs> You're banned from our podcast. <laughs> Shame on you. Uh, although I'm happy he hit the buzzer. He's the one hitting the buzzer, so he hit it on himself, which is nice. Um, anyone want to just take a stab at blocks? I know it. Hit me up. Because I have him. He's my keeper. Who is he? AD, baby. It is AD. Wow, this guy. 
don't know much about him, but I like him. Then we got Chris Stapps, Porzingis oh. coming in at 2.4. Who's and three? Rudy Gobert, 2.3. Yeah, oh. I was going to say Rudy. Um, <laughs> he had some pretty off. nasty blocks on Jonas, didn't he? Didn't, he did. Yeah, didn't he? Oh, he had some disgusting blocks. Two in one play? That was, ooh. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just round out the nine cats here. Yeah. So, uh, who had the most turnovers? Um, wait, uh, wait, who am I it's at? Me. Am I it's Josh. Josh? That would be me. Uh, most turnovers. Are we looking? Uh, it's per game. Uh, Oof. I feel like it's a Laker or something. I want to say... Gotta be someone on like uh, maybe Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker? No. Anyone want to take a stab? Is it Dirk? No. Dirk. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna guess because he averaged the most assists. Russell Westbrook. I have, that's a pretty decent guess. He's number two. Um, Demarcus Cousins. Really? Five a game. Whoa. What? Yeah. Don't give that guy the ball. Is what that says. Okay. Uh, Russell Westbrook, four point eight. Wow. And then you got James Harden. Uh, 4.4. 4.8 is so many turnovers. Yeah, but it, but oh, for a point guard, but for if you're a center and you average yeah. five five turnovers a game, that's you're not someone's paying you to do that. That's a nightmare. <laughs> and then yeah, mi- uh, minutes uh, we got James Antetokounmpo and Butler. Uh, okay, that that rounds out the uh, quiz portion of this pod. Matt, why don't you tell everyone something they Whoa. don't know? About Gennaro Pargo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've on this one, I've got a little bit of dirt, like the Benicio Del Toro. Ooh, type, you know, dirt? Type. I accidentally well, saved the best for this last. This one's dirt. This one okay, is dirt. Good. Good. I had a chuckle I when wait. I read it just because <laughs> I was shocked. But okay, so for one, for those who don't remember, that's okay. He only played five games for the Raptors in the 2003-04 season. I think he played on three teams that year. Didn't have a very good career. Oh, anyway, his... <laughs> I did His now that. ex-wife Uh-oh. had an affair. <gasps> Go on, John with Tory. the rapper turned pastor, Mace. Oh, Ma- oh Mace! Mace! Wow! Yeah, and ended well, up Mace starring. Is back, okay. Well, that's he, what he, that's he the was other battling Cameron. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> it was in 2014, and she started in his music video too. So, did you also know that he had a comeback? I didn't know Mace had a comeback. Oh, I knew Mace had really? a comeback. I've been following him for years. Back. I'm oh just kidding. God. I forgot about Mace like everybody else. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> if anybody hates Mace out there, it's Jennifer Pargo. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's good. Not bad, eh? Matt, that's is pretty good. Is this after uh, Mace became a pastor? Yeah, or is yeah, this no. It's when he was a pastor. Oh, oh. nice! It's a pastor yeah, yeah, affair. Yeah, pastor yeah. affair. Josh, yeah, I'm glad yeah, you yeah. asked that. Mm. Cheated on him with a man of God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with a man of God. <laughs> a man of God. <laughs> All right, that um, man shall repent. Let's move on to, to our last goddamn segment of this pod. Matt, would you give me whatever sting you got left? Quickish questions. We're all like. We're all kind of dancing around going through a jungle gym. Thank you, James Naismith. <laughs> did you say James Naismith? James Naismith. Uh, I did look up how to say his name because I'm like, is it Naismith or is it Naismith? No, it's James. Well, it sounds like you struggle with the word. <laughs> oh, I, name James. James. I can't say James right. You nailed Naismith. Is it James? You messed up no, on it's James. Naismith. It's not Naismith. Is it Naismith? It's Naismith. Well, I'm going to say Naismith. Um... <laughs> I'll say Naismith until you can say the word James. Yeah, you rat bastard. James. <laughs> it's my middle name. That's horrible. Okay. My dad's middle name, too. Is it? Shit. Matt? Matt James. Oh, my God. Matt is uh, <laughs> Adam's dad. <laughs> what? Whoa. Whoa. Take it away, Matty D. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Here we go. Quickish. So, quickish questions. Here's yeah. what's up. Answer okay. as quick as you goddamn can, yeah. even if my question's meandering and confusing. <laughs> If you meander too much, what happens, Freddie? You I get could... hit with a quickish question. <laughs> reminder. <laughs> it sucks. Okay, Adam. Yeah. Uh, this is coming from Paul. Mm. How do Raptors fans react when Nurse decides to return to the goatee? <laughs> oh, is it like an Eric Belfour goatee? Yeah. What kind of goatee are we talking about? <laughs> we're, we're we're talking about a pronounced. Unshaped goatee. <laughs> Whoa, like the devil is our coach. That's right. <laughs> Whoa. I think Raptors fans uh, don't really notice, don't really care. Next question. Thank Fair you. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, Josh, come from Yao. 
Be honest with yourself. Mm. Should we not get Jimmy Butler? No, we should not. Next okay. question. Okay, next question, Matt. <laughs> uh, it's coming from Matt. Uh, Menge Batir and Gar and and Garth Garbo. Hosef? What the hell? Uh, versus 15 current Raptors players. Who wins? So basically, two players you don't know Yeah. versus uh, the, the Raptors, Raptors squad now. Who wins? Who wins? Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to have any luck beating this Raptors squad. I don't care who you are. I love it. Okay. Oh, and he restarted it. He <laughs> must have it on loop now because I didn't see his hands move. Um, and just, just for, just for uh, the folks at home, um, if that question was confusing, other people were also confused because immediately under the question, uh, Jonathan Yam said, how is this even a question? Who was the first person? <laughs> uh, Matt McCready. No, no, no. But the in the in the question, Garbajosa was one and who was the other? It was Menge Batir. I don't know. Who um, he, he was a Raptor who... Uh, Those are two players that you're going to find weird facts about for the next yeah, episode. Yeah, have to. Oh, have yes, to. Josh, yeah. of course. Jorge Garbajosa was my landlord. Uh, <laughs> cheers. I have the question. <laughs> okay, yeah. Or just a man who looked like Horror. Quickest question. Uh, oh, okay. you said the quickest question stick. <laughs> All right, Adam. This one's coming from Jonathan Yam. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, man. Oh, we already covered this a bit. Sorry, Jonathan. But uh, Skip uh, it. Well, no, I'll say it again. Thoughts on the Suns firing their GM a week before the season starts after having just signed Devin Booker to a long-term deal and having the number one pick in the last draft. Yo, Jonathan, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go back and just listen to my tirade that I did earlier. Next question. Okay, but no, uh, you know, I, I got to follow up on this. Actually, no, I'll, I'll keep going. This is also from Jonathan. Um, follow-up question. Is there a worse NBA owner than Robert Sarver? Sarver. Uh, Colangelo. I would say. Well, he was just a GM. Yeah, just a GM. Oh, right. Okay, we're talking owners. Owner. Uh, I, I can't think of any off the top yeah, of my head. The, the Knicks. But you know what? I'm oh, not, Dolan. James Dolan. 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 Okay, Dolan, yeah. Mr. Kazoo. Sarver's not playing bass for the monkeys or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm not bass that. I actually don't mind them getting rid of him uh, because I was like, I was following up with some stuff. It's like, when else are they supposed to get rid yeah. of their GM? If, you, if you're a franchise that's going to be bad for a bit, or the it's okay yeah, to, or the owner, yeah. The clean house. Okay. Um Matt, uh yeah. this, this is Peter, who's the GM of the draft we're going to. Oh, oh, okay. He says, uh, who Freddie and Matt plan to target in their fantasy keeper league. Interesting. We haven't talked anything about this, but it will air after we draft. So right. I'm thinking of the big five that are out there. Go on. I'm thinking like you can't go wrong with the rust, but let's not go too crazy with the auction. You can't go wrong with the rust. Yeah. Matt, we're going to talk oh on the ride over. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, Adam, this come from Tom. You should get a lot of blocks, so James Harden is a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll rack up the blocks, Matt. That gets your blocks going Holy. to be very helpful in this draft. Oh, my God. Um, okay, it's coming from Tom Mosher. Uh, yeah. This is a great one. Adam, which Raptors highlights do you look forward to the most? Like in general? That's right. Oh my god. Uh, game seven buzzer beating uh, uh, Jonas Valanciunas three pointer? <laughs> okay, if that's a very specific. You got a buzzer beating dunk. What can yeah, you a three? Is what you're yeah. saying. Span oh, his range. Okay. Josh, the last question's from Lane Haley or Holly. Holly? Sorry if I didn't pronounce that wrong. Um, I didn't know that this was a thing, but apparently it is. <laughs> Thoughts on Bebe's white beard? <laughs> oh yeah! I didn't, I didn't know we had a white beard. Pull us up on Instagram. Yes. I love it. Um, the man's fully lost his mind. He's no longer a raptor, and uh, I wish the best of luck to him. But uh, is Sons of Anarchy your still going? Cisco facial hair. <laughs> this is uh, yeah. Did he, did All he the power die? to you. More face tattoos and more white beard hair. Uh, wait, wait. Did, did he die? It? Did he die? I'm looking no, it up right I now. I think he's got premature facial hair. Um, <laughs> I can I can relate. Oh my god. Let's That's pull amazing. him up on Instagram here. <laughs> it does look He's insane. He's fully though. lost his mind. Because he has no gray hair in his actual hair. It's just this weird. Well, in, in, in classic Bay Bay fashion. White beard. Um, you know, he's not really getting a lot of Google love. Uh, <laughs> the, the third hit is uh, Oh My Goodness. It is him. And it 100% looks like <laughs> Charles Oakley. Because he's got that white. You know what I mean? But then when you look close, because he's got sunglasses. Uh, Wow, it's a lot going on there, baby. Um, he's no longer in the NBA. He's no. It's not with the Raptors. I don't think he's on any team anymore. No, he's like he's he's playing for Spain or something. Yeah. Oh, I miss him. 
I miss him real <laughs> You bad. miss Bebe. Yeah, and who's that, uh, who, who's our new player who has hair kind of like Bebe? Uh, he was like that in, in the trade last year. We Malachi kinda, Richardson? Yeah, Malachi oh, Richardson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, from afar, he has kind of uh, spiky hair, and it made me miss Bebe. Fair enough. God. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much you could have missed Bebe. <laughs> I don't know how much Google cares about Bebe, because the fourth hit when you search Bebe is Damari Carroll. <laughs> really? Yeah, and the fifth hits Vince Carter. Wow, he, so, hasn't, he hasn't played for her, the Rushes in a little bit. <laughs> Honestly, baby, the first five Freddie Rivas hits are Freddie Rivas, so you got to step it up, dude. <laughs> wow. Um, and maybe I'm should, poor. Maybe you should talk basketball and not play it. Woo! Okay, um, that's the pod, guys. Thanks for yeah. doing it. No, let's talk Thank for another you. hour. <laughs> yeah, Adam. people want Come it. Back. People love three-hour b-ball pods. Come back. Um, Adam, what the hell's going on in your life? This podcast is coming out, uh, what day is it? It's the 10th. It's coming out on the 11th. Give us the personal What's up? Oh, God. Well, if you work, I have nothing. I don't have anything. (laughs) Really? Pass. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm at a corporate tour that you can't see unless you- I saw pictures of Yeah, you can't see it unless you work for the company. I would love to go see that. Can we get tickets? Are they hiring? Or do we have to like get a job? At you have to get it in order to see me. <laughs> you go to, see me. go to business school for about eight years, and then you can come out. You want to see Adam? You become a corporate chill. And you go laugh for a bit. Hey, place. these people aren't chills. They're very good people. Cheers. So if sorry. You need I to invest. That. Go to. I'm not going to say who I'm on tour with, but uh, <laughs> just live your life. Okay. Yeah. Um, Try a bit harder, then you can see me do comedy. Wow. Pull up your bootstraps. You want to get Pull a laugh from Adam Christie. Unless um, you unless you have two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of investable income, you're not going to see me do stand up in, wow. in a great while. Wow, <laughs> um, Josh, yeah, uh, you got a b-ball pod. I uh, do. You do tons of comedy. What's up? What's going on? Well, it's um, it's we've kind of shifted focuses on uh, what we're covering when it comes to the scrimmage. It's not only just Raptors basketball now. We're covering all sports. Um, nice. So yeah, just within the last few. Uh, playoff uh, um, appearances by the Raptors. We kind of realized that we need to shift focuses and cover yeah. all sports. So, uh, oh, you don't like doing a podcast when the Raptors get smoted? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. interesting. Yeah, I, I like to. I like I to do it all year. Yeah. So uh, we'll be covering everything coming, like uh, especially getting a lot in the NFL stuff. Uh, so make sure you follow us uh, cool. at the Scrimmage Live on Instagram and Facebook. It's live. Yeah, it's live. Sometimes when we feel like it, we we've been doing like um like live. Uh, alternative broadcast. So cool. instead of listening to Matt Devlin and Leo Routens, uh, you just listen to us get drunk and talk shit and oh. call the game our, ourselves. That's pretty fun. Oh, that's huh. awesome. Which cool. we'd I'd love to have you boys on the show as well. Yeah, that'd man, be, that'd be awesome. Be a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, I'm a man, not a boy, but thank you. <laughs> oh wow, I am a boy, and I'll come if you don't invite me. Grown ass man on a corporate tour. <laughs> Grown ass um, boy. Uh, Comedy wise, I guess I'll be at a uh, Halifax Yucks in uh, November, November twenty second to twenty fourth. So there's that. Nice. Good club. Good, Good club. club. Great club. Yeah. Woo. All right. Pizza Corner. Here we go. Giddy up. Pizza Corner. Yeah. It's a Halifax. Yeah. Oh, on. cheers. Come on. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. Uh, you know, at Dunk's uh, Podcast on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Uh, dunkspodcast.com. I, I think we're Confederacy of Dunks on Instagram. Honestly, we keep I saying Dunk's Podcast, so but. I think we're Confederacy of Dunks. That's the name. Wow. Yeah. Shame on me. Uh, and yeah, where are we? We're on Spotify now. So when you're listening to a 90s playlist, you can also listen to us. Isn't that fun? It's awesome. weird that you name the podcast after the producer. Can I just say that? Yeah. We didn't do that on purpose. No, they did. Okay? Well, it's, <laughs> is it spelled they really like gambled. Dunk? Like your last name? No, my D-U-N-C? name is not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. No. no. And I'm not, I'm not D-U-N-K. I-N. Okay? Are you I'm not D-U-N-K-I-N? <laughs> no. Okay, Adam and Matt are literally <laughs> spitting mad. Um, but the, that's it for the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we're back next Tuesday, right before the Raptors' first game. Woo! Bye. Hear me out. We should do another hour. <laughs> we didn't talk about the West. One more hour. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.